Hello, everyone. This is Greg, your host of Goddamn GameCube. Welcome to Season 3. If you enjoy listening to our show, consider subscribing to us on YouTube for exclusive video content. Thank you, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Goddamn GameCube. My name is Greg. I am your host today. I am here with my brother, Nick, and we are going to be looking back on the Game Boy Advance today. So, Nick, um, we've been wanting to do this for a while, and I feel like we have kind of had this podcast and this conversation many times in many car rides, <laughs> but we just never recorded it. So this is going to be our opportunity to get it on record. So, Nick, why don't you take it? Yeah, no, you're totally right about that. I think whenever we've had to drive together for, I don't know, an hour or so, I mean... Like when we were at the beach, you know, three weeks ago, we basically did this episode while walking yeah, around. Oh, yeah. All yeah. we talked about was remember, remember Golden Sun? Yeah, right. Remember these? <laughs> remember this? Remember that? Yeah. So yeah. today we are going to take a deep dive into a console that was very important to the both of us. Yeah. And honestly, still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is the Game Boy Advance, mm -hmm. which coincidentally also turned 20 years old this year. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to Game Boy Advance. All right, so let's get right into it. Mm -hmm. The Game Boy Advance, for all you youngins out there, it was the successor to the to the Game Boy Color. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't know if this is super accurate, but at least for us, it was the first console we had that was backwards compatible. Oh, okay. Because yeah, the, yeah, the Game yeah. Boy Advance and the SP could play Game Boy Color games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if we had any other console that could do that. Okay, at so the time. That, yeah, at the time. That was pretty cool. So uh, before we get into our nostalgia with this uh, with this console, Greg, I'm going to hit you with some Game Boy Advance trivia questions. Oh, boy. We're going to see if you can answer Just so them. everyone knows, I have not seen these before. He's not been pre-screened on these questions. Here so, we go. Let's throw you potentially a softball to mm -hmm. begin with. What was the best-selling Game Boy Advance game or games? Oh, I'm gonna. Oh wow, I'm gonna guess it's Pokemon Gen Three. Which ones? Oh God, you mean mean um, um, Ruby and Sapphire? Yes. Okay. Ruby and Sapphire combined sold almost 16 million units. Wow, one out of one. Next. Yeah. All right, one out of one. Nice job. All right, next. What was the best-selling Game Boy game, Game Boy Advance game that was not a Pokemon game? Wow. Uh, it's a one hint. It's a very famous series. I'm going to guess. Uh, do you, I don't remember the name of the Mario game. Am I wrong? Is it Mario? It is Mario. Is it the I can't remember the name of the game. I think it was a Super Mario World game. I can't nope. remember. Nope. It was Mario Kart Super Circuits. Oh, on the cute. Game Boy Advance. Okay. Almost sold six million units. Fun fact. This is the only Mario Kart game that was actually developed by our friends at Intelligent Systems. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. Um, all right. So actually, this is not a question, but sort of a fun fact for you. Okay. The In 2003, the first handhold console with a rechargeable battery was the Game Boy Advance SP. Wow. I remember using batteries in the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But until then, nothing had been rechargeable. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? Wow. Really yep. cool. Yeah. So the last trivia question I have for you, Greg. Mm. How many units did the Game Boy oh. Advance sell? Okay. Well, I I believe the best-selling console of all time is the PlayStation 2. It is. And I think that's followed up by the DS. Correct. If you count all the versions. Mm -hmm. um, I think the PlayStation 2 sold in excess of 200 million units. Mm -hmm. I am going to guess. You asked me how many units did the Game Boy Advance sell. Yep. I'm going to guess 120 million. 
You're off by quite a bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> 81 and a half million units. Okay. Although that was, that stats as of 2010. Oh, okay. So sure. maybe okay. a little more by now. But anyways, um, so that's the last of my trivia questions. Okay. So some fun facts about the Game Boy Advance. But now we're going to get into the crux of our episode sure. here. We are going to go through all of the games that we played on the Game Boy sure. Advance. The ones now, that we own personally. One that we own personally and maybe through some other means. Wink, wink. Hush, hush. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, Through now, a means of uh, classic game preservation. That's Exactly. It's a good way to phrase it. Preservation. Yeah. Um, now, keep in mind, Greg and I, we were 10, maybe 9, 10, 11 this years old. middle school for us. When it, we, This came out in 2001. We probably got it around then. Yeah. I was 10 when yeah, this I was game eight. came out. Yeah. So uh, we were 10. We didn't play every single game, and there were over 1,500 games on the Game Boy Advance. Wow, big library. We're going to miss a few. Yeah, sure. So if we missed your favorite, we apologize, but we were 10. Also, like, feel free if like there's a game we didn't play that we didn't own and you liked, you can put it in the comments, yeah, too. Yeah, pl please feel free to let us know. We're always, mm -hmm. always diving back into these older games. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first one, we're just going to get these two out of the way. Sure. We did an entire retrospective about this series. Some of the best uh, Game Boy Advance games there are. Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem the Sacred Stones. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, we talked about those games for hours. Yeah. So, I mean, you know what? Do I think is the um, the funniest part about looking back on the Game Boy Advance? Yeah. When we were 10, those games were impossible. <laughs> they really were. They were so hard. <laughs> like, I, I'll cr I can crush those games now, but right. I mean, I'm 28. Yeah. Uh, so, it's like those games are baby games now. Uh, but but back then, brutal. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I did not understand like how to play those games well. I feel like we all, I almost had to go back to it when I was a little older, like yeah. eighth grade, freshman year of high school, to really do a good job. And to really kind of appreciate the kind of game it was. Tech RPG. Yeah. We were a little too young I for it. I actually bought Fire Emblem 7. Uh, I remember purchasing it personally. Yep. Um, and you taking it from there because yes. you're older than me. Right. So I was too young. I was like nine. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, these two games, especially the first one, which is now now, obviously, they've retconned and said, hey, you know, this game was actually called The Blazing Blade, but we oh, just sure, called sure. it the self-titled one. That game is still remains as one of both of our favorite games of all time. Fire Emblem 7 is so good. It's a great game. Fantastic yeah. game. We talked a lot about it on this podcast. If you want to go check it out, we did a pretty great episode yeah. about and it. And Sacred Stones is not as good, but it's still pretty good. Still pretty good. Yeah. Now, um... Speaking of Fire Emblem, mm -hmm. there is one other Fire Emblem game on the Game Boy Advance. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> that we've actually gotten some requests to cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not going to uh we're not going to cover it in detail today, mm -hmm. but we both have played this game. Yeah, you're talking about 6? We're talking yeah, Fire Emblem 6, The Binding Blade. Mm -hmm. Um we both played it through gaming preservation. That's <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yep. Um so just a quick little uh, aside about this game. Yes, uh I mean, it plays basically the same as the other Fire Emblem games on the Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. And I think a commenter pointed this out to us, and they're totally right. The Game Boy, the ones that we know, Fire Emblem 7 and Sacred Stones, I mean, Fire Emblem 6 really laid the groundwork for those games. That's true. And it's the same art style, same, the same layout. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Now, I think we've both said before, we both agree, we don't think, this is not one of my favorite Fire Emblem Me games. Either. It's um, probably one of my least. I think it's fine. Um, yeah. I would act, I would say it's like right smack in the middle of what mm. I call the golden era of yeah. the series, okay. like Fire Emblem 3 through Fire Emblem 10. Mm. Anywhere in there, if you tell me your favorite game is one of those, I won't argue with you. I may not agree, but I'll be like, yeah, that's legit. 
a lot of people like this game. It's not my favorite. I'd rate it higher than like Shadow Dragon. Yeah. But I'm not rating I it as high. seven is way better. Yeah. I'm not rating it as high as seven or Path of Radiance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll talk about this game in detail in the at future. Some at some point. But yeah, but, sure. But we both played this one and honestly, it's a pretty good game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, in a similar vein to Fire Emblem, mm -hmm. uh, we didn't play these in the Game Boy Advance, but they're actually getting remakes. Okay. Um, which is the Advance Wars. I really want to play these. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't. Like, I we're know. such, like, tech RPG people. And we didn't play these. That's unbelievable. That's kind of like a gaming sin. We should have, <laughs> personally for us, we should play these. Yeah. They're getting remade, so I might as, might as well wait. Yeah, so I think they're getting remade sometime later th later in 2021. Yeah, yeah, So I'm yeah. sure we'll jump on them then. I'm pretty excited to play them, actually. A lot of people I know really like this series. Yeah, me too. Yeah. People really like it. Yeah. So now we're getting into, I think... This was our very first Japanese-style RPG. Okay. Which is Breath of Fire 1. Oh, my God. I'm so happy we're doing this podcast. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Breath of Fire. Yeah. I don't think we've ever mentioned it on this show before. I don't before. think so I think this either. is the first time. Yeah. I really like both of these mm -hmm. um, from a lot of perspectives. Well, also, this is technically a port. Yes, these were Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo games. games. Yes, that's right. So these were not terribly well received on the super nintendo they were kind of meh mm -hmm. from what i from what i understand from past reviews i really like these games a lot this is also the era of games where nick and i were playing runescape at the time mm -hmm. we were really into starting to really get our feet wet with fantasy games and rpgs and you know those games that have you have your items and weapons and mm -hmm. armor and classes and magic and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, this game is really cool. Um, I the second one is really interesting to me yep. because it's like very it's very I hate using the word dark, but it's like no, it's it very dark and all the like the the religious allegory in the game. And Nick, can you talk a little bit more in depth about like I think you are more um, intimately familiar with these games because you've played them more recently. Mm -hmm. um, why don't you talk about like especially two? Because yeah. it's just so interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, fun, what I remember pretty fondly is that you were a lot more into two than I was okay. when we were growing up. Um, I, I really liked one. It was our very first JRPG. I, I think so. Was anyway. that our first one? It may have been. It That's came out, crazy. It came out in 2001. Gotta be. So it, it had to have been. Oh, no. Sorry. That was Quest 64. <laughs> also did an episode on Quest 64. Oops. Check that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, these games were cool, man. Uh, I remember in the first one, and they weren't they weren't easy either. No, in the they were first not one, easy. You're literally solo and you have to go through these dungeons by yourself for a long time. Oh yeah. And you know, it was I think especially with the first one, it was our very first um time with oh, I'm meeting this cool NPC. Oh, he's joining my team. Oh, he's a permanent part. Oh. Is it the first time we had like a party member system? Yeah. What I think is cool about that game too, I, I should say quirky. Yeah. Do you remember how like they had to fit into sort of the um, the uh, limitations of the Game Boy where like uh -oh. all the all the words are shortened? Where you have like the the like you have like the E key is the earthquake key yeah, and the antidote right. is like the antid. Like you have you have no idea what these items are. Yeah, the translations also aren't super. The translations great. horrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Um I think I mean obviously of the two, Breath of Fire 2 is way better. Yeah, it's way better. Um I mean the story of Breath of Fire 2, I think it's sort of the same deal as we talked about with Fire Emblem. We just weren't old enough or mature enough to oh, really no understand way. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was so many dark themes in the second one. People getting taken over by demons mm -hmm. and the whole like you said, the religious allegory pervading throughout the game. But man, 
We had a lot of fun with these and they were great. Yeah, I do. And I remember. Yeah, I specifically remember like the characters in Breath of Fire 2. I do too. Um, Like Rand was like the, was that the, the, elef the elephant dude. man or yeah. whatever? And your character is always Ryu, is that right? Or Zach? Yeah. yeah. yeah they, I guess that's how they translate. Oh, the Amer I forgot they Americanized it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, what was, was Sten into the, the fire the monkey? The fire monkey? <laughs> the monkey, I remember And you him. had, I'm going to try to recall this. You had yeah. like the 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 woman made of grass who is that ivy i think um ivy's gender is uh not exactly known oh, okay referred to as a man oh really but when spar morphs oh spar spar okay. morphs and takes a more feminine form oh interesting so he's referred okay. to in the game as a man but it's I, androgynous. Think, I think it's i think he's more androgynous oh, or it's okay. more ambiguous okay that's yeah. sorry that's what i remembered he was cool i remember no, but him. that was a really cool game yeah dude i i think was really cool was this the second one mm -hmm. where in the final dungeon you had to go get like your dragon form like in Feeny or something <laughs> yes. and like you could like miss it if you miss it you can't beat the game yeah it's really you funny have to go back and, and do, do it. you remember like at the end of the game you can choose to beat one of the final bosses solo do you remember that? Oh, I, dude, that was that really cool. Might have been the first moment in my game game history where I went ten year old me, but whatever I would say the equivalent to, oh fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, that was sick. That I was I cool. love doing that. This was a really cool game. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll move on now. If you mm -hmm. haven't played these, highly recommend you do so. If you own a Switch, they're also on the virtual console. Oh, cool. One so and two can, are really good. Three yeah. and four are all right. Yeah, I haven't played three, but I, right. I hope to in the future. They're okay. All right. So speaking of JRPGs, we're gonna continue on. Uh, it's interesting. Our first dose of Final Fantasy, the massive fantasy, the basically what every JRPG has has copied mm -hmm. throughout its existence, was the spinoff Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. This game was awesome. This may have been the Game Boy Advance game we put the most time into. Yeah, I think it was. I think this is the game that totally blew open our expectations for classes. I'll mm -hmm. keep I'll keep talking about it weapons and armor and customization do you know what's so funny about this game i yeah. have a very distinct memory uh oh do you remember there was like one or two classes in the game that we didn't know what they were and i i got a random um um party member after a battle and i said nick holy shit i got a morpher oh the yeah there were morphers like, i do realize yeah. later they tell you how to get them in the party screen <laughs> I but I, do, I was like 10 and i didn't know that dude we were so clueless we had no idea how to get skills we i had, had no, no idea. fucking clue but that game is really cool um i obviously if you're an adult and you've played final fantasy tactics og like mm. ps1 people think this game is kind of shitty yeah yeah but it's because it's very childish it and is. like it's very lighthearted. but I this game this game is good. Like yeah. I, I like the customization. It's not very hard. No, no. I mean, it was hard for us when we were ten. We were fucking but, ten. Yeah, so. we, we did. It's pretty funny. I'm glad we get to talk about this game in like a good light now. Oh sure. Because during Final Fantasy Madness, it got erased in the first round. Oh uh, oops. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Greg and I are both fully aware that the OG Final Fantasy Tactics is better than this game. Yeah, but we know. I think you know. I I believe this game came out before Fire Emblem. Okay, so, but obviously we were ten, eleven years old or whatever. We didn't have any say of when we bought games. Yeah, sure. We could have. Did bought I buy this one. too? You may have. Yeah. I have no idea. I but I, I this may have been our first taste at uh, a tactics RPG. You know what, dude? We gotta yeah. check our records. Did we buy this or Crystal Chronicles first? It's a good question. I don't know. Good question. It's right around the same time. Yeah. Either way, so we'll move on. There were a slew of Final Fantasy remakes. Oh, that sure. Also made their I, way to the I, I, uh, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna list them all now. We'll talk about them as a group. 
There was the f- the first one that came out in 2004 Dawn was of Souls. Fa- yes, yeah. Final Fantasy One and Two, Dawn of Souls. Cool. Then we had Final Fantasy Four Advance, Final Fantasy Five, and then Final Fantasy Six. Yeah, so let's I, talk about Dawn of Souls. First. Yeah, sure. Do you, I have another distinct memory of yeah. this. This is interesting. I feel mm-hmm. like we're kind of like letting the audience peer into our lives a little. That's okay. When one of our uh, grandparents was still alive, mm-hmm. I remember grinding Final Fantasy 2 like in her living room. Oh. I have a distinct memory of playing Final Fantasy 2 with you. Wow. Like on her couch like talking about how to get like Ultima to a certain oh, level. Oh yeah, that's you, get, right. you had to like the loving system in that game is really grindy and shitty. But All like Final Fantasy 2 is fucking bad. It's fucking I bad. Hate Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> um yeah. I like the first one. Yeah, you know, the the first one did pretty favorably in our Final Fantasy Madness tournament. It yeah. did, I think it actually won around probably against 2. Okay. Is what it was. But you know, um Final Fantasy 1, it's just it's the first JRPG, really. And they did a great job remaking it. It's hard to knock the first of many. It is. Yeah. It is. So you have to go into it with a, this is literally the first one. Yeah. They made this original game in 1989. I don't remember. There wasn't a whole lot there before we were born. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot there. And they, sure. it was a pretty faithful remake, you know? Mm-hmm. You, get your, you get your classes. You get your magic. You get your running around the world map. Dude, Final Fantasy 1, I had some great memories. Final Fantasy 1 is good. Yeah, like going up against the final boss, figuring out that it's Garland. You're like, holy shit. Oh, no. It blows 10-year-old or however old we were. Blew our minds back then. Yeah, and like it really opened up our minds to, I mean, um, well, Tactics did this too. It kind of opened up your mind to player choice. Yeah. Where like, oh, you get to pick your classes at the start? What do I pick? That's like, yes, and right. I I could be misremembering. I think the reason why I enjoyed Final Fantasy one so much is I understood what, what white mages and black mages were because of tactics. Yes, I think we exactly. played tactics first. Yeah, I believe we played tactics first, and um, yeah, I mean, I really liked it just for that reason too. We could, you could choose whatever classes you want, make the game as hard or as difficult you want. Yeah. One funny memory I have from it is uh, I I had a monk in my party. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to equip him. You can only equip the nunchuck yep. from the first from the first town. Then he can't equip any other weapons. Mm-hmm. I didn't put two and two together that he fights with his fists. Oh, dude, me either. <laughs> yeah, but hey, I was eleven. Give me a break. Yeah, seriously. So we'll move on to uh, a game that I played a lot more than you, but mm-hmm. it really influenced my taste in games. Was mm-hmm. Final Fantasy IV? I didn't play. Did I play it at all? You may not have played it. at all. I don't all. think I played it at all. I really liked this game. This might be one of the first games I got very emotionally attached to. How far did this get in madness? Um, it actually lost to Final Fantasy Nine, okay. another, another very good game. Okay, but I think Final Fantasy Four was really, um, you know, our friend Will said this very, yeah. said this very succinctly about this game. Yeah, this is where Final Fantasy found its narrative stride. Oh, sure. There are a lot. Of, there, every character was unique. Um, they all had their different skills. They all had their different stories, their oh, backstories, sure. okay. their, the plot lines. You have Cecil, the main character, turning from a dark knight into a paladin. That's right. His character growth. This is, I got very emotionally invested in this story. And mm-hmm. um, this is, and actually it's one of my favorite world map themes to this day. Okay. It's a really great game. If you haven't, I mean, I recommend you play this Giving game if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, the next one on here, we both played this game a lot, which is Final Fantasy V. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. This is a super underrated game. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't get too far in our tournament, but. Doesn't think, get a lot of fanfare. No, it doesn't, but I think it really should. This game, I think um, where Final Fantasy Tactics Advance showed us all the classes, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy V that was like taken up to the nth degree because oh, sure. you could have 
Knight slash white mage, black mage, white mage, summoner, black mage. Oh combining of skills. God, the combining of skills and the different party. There's actually a really cool fan community mm. for Final oh, really? Fantasy V. Uh, I think it's something called like Job Madness. Oh, cool. Where they do an event every year where you use RNG to figure out what classes you have to choose at every crystal. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. I th I didn't participate one year, but I've, I've used an RNG to pick my classes. Mm -hmm. It's cool to have those challenge runs. And I think the story's fine too. It didn't hit me as emotionally as four, unless well, unless you talk about uh, your boy, the old man dying. Your boy, <sighs> your boy dying. Your lad. That, that was that was a tough one. Yeah. Um, but still, I think this this is a super underrated Final Fantasy, and the Game Boy Advance remake of it is awesome. Mm -hmm. I think everybody should play this one too. Mm. Um, so we'll move right along to this. You know, this is funny. We own this one, but I actually played it on Super Nintendo. Oh, I, wow. I, I think I might have beat the Game Boy Advance version, but I played it on Super Nintendo, which is Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, that game did extremely well in our um, Final mm. Fantasy Madness. Yeah. It's a really cool game. If you're also digging into like the there are also some debates. Is six better than seven? Mm -hmm. That hat comes up from time to time. Some people would argue yes. Um, I, I beat about half of this game. I never finished it, mm -hmm. but you know, you, the, Will's kind of right when he said they hit their narrative stride. This game is a pretty good example of that. Yeah. You know, I've seen it elsewhere too. They say Final Fantasy six is what Final Fantasy should be. Oh, wow. You okay. have like, it is the quintessential Final Fantasy experience. There is so much emotion in the story. I'm not mm. going to go through my diatribe that I went through when I tried to make it win the, <laughs> win the madness poll. Yeah. But I love this game very much. It's very near and dear to my heart. Mm. Um, the Final Fantasy, that, sorry, the Game Boy Advance remake of this game is pretty good. Mm. I think the fan consensus is that the Super Nintendo one is better. Okay. Um, and this game needs a remake desperately yeah it needs a modern remake sure and okay. i'm gonna i will stand by that if they ever do a final fantasy 6 modern remake oh my god oh yeah it'll come out when you're fucking 50 yeah you're probably right yeah cool <laughs> yeah. all right so we're gonna leave final fantasy behind here sure and we are going to go to two incredibly amazing games that i hope to talk about a lot more in the future okay that is golden sun and golden sun the lost age holy crap so another game that doesn't get enough fanfare mm -mm. right the i is it fair to say like these games are just gamers like them and yeah. no one else knows what they are? Mm -hmm. it's one I of think those, that's pretty fair. Yeah, where it's just what I, you know what was interesting about Golden Sun the first one? Mm -hmm. It was one of the first RPGs I played where I noticed how good it looked. Mm -hmm. It was kind of where I first started noticing graphics yep. on handheld. Mm -hmm. It had a really like unique combat um so, uh, art style where yes. it was different than in the game. It was and, like not realistic, but the environments looked "Quote unquote realistic." They tried the to do like a weird like photorealism thing in combat, but mm -hmm. outside of combat, it's your pretty standard like animated sprite cute. Yep, this is a really cool game. Um, we really want we want to do a retrospective on this, so we won't talk about it forever. Mm -hmm. Cool about this game is it's like Final Fantasy mixed with Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So like, I can't, if if you're listening to this podcast, you definitely like this game, or you've played it, <laughs> or you've heard of it. There's yeah. no way like you've never played this if you're listening to the game boy advance podcast yeah like listen man i you know now that i think about it i'm not sure if breath of fire one or golden sun one were our first jrpgs they both come out in the same year oh sure but hard to say yeah hard to say which one was our first but man golden sun did such a good job of making it not a final fantasy clone oh i agree on its surface you have attack cy energy which basically magic and summoning 
And by the way, we're taking a stance on it. We're calling it. We're calling it Psy Energy. We're calling it Psy Energy. We've taken a stance. Apparently, there's some big debate on how it's pronounced. Yeah, I don't care. Um, (laughs) So what I do want to say about that game too, um, it was also a tough game to play Mm -hmm. as a kid. Like it is not the easiest game. What I think is really cool about it is um, first time I think I saw magic not even not only used in combat, it's used outside of combat for Mm -hmm. puzzle solving. Yes, that's why this game is pretty cool. There's puzzle solving aspects that uh, that. uh, it kind of turns into some platforming. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's awesome because like you can you can push you can use the move spells synergy to move blocks around to jump on them. You can use Ma- grow. Yeah. Maybe you have two blocks in a row to jump on. There's not a third one, but there's a puddle of water. So you use freeze to make an ice pillar to jump across. It's pretty cool. You just I think that's part of what makes Golden Sun different from Final Fantasy. Puzzle solving. The puzzle solving. And you know, some of them are pretty, pretty tough. Like yeah. they're not always super easy to figure out, which is cool. And the Pokemon aspect is cool too. Use it getting the gin. They also, it's not just a Pokemon thing, but they kind of made it a Final Fantasy thing where the little Pokemon you have not only make <laughs> you more powerful, you can you we could talk about this for so long, but you can yep. they lead to your summons and all that. It's a pretty complex game. It's pretty yeah. cool. So the last thing I'll say is uh, the sequel is Golden Sun, The Lost Age. And this is up there with one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, it's just a sequel that was just was better than the first one. Yeah, Rare. I think I think it's uh, pr- the consensus, I think, is that The Lost Age is better. I mean, if you think the first Golden Sun is better, that's fine. I just disagree. Sure. Golden Sun, The Lost Age is such a big game. It's mm-hmm. probably the very first game where I felt this is fucking epic. Is this the first game where you had to use continue data? from your first yeah game. you know they actually they trip you up which is really cool um on the main menu of the lost age they say transfer data and you're like the fuck is that it's not an option in golden sun one you have to do like a i don't want to call it a cheat but you have to do a button combination to get to the to the code oh, okay interesting they hit it in the first game so because i don't think a sequel had been announced yet oh interesting the first game ends on a bit of a cliffhanger oh sure so they didn't announce there was a second game yet yeah and yeah you had to do like the little cheat code thing to get the uh, interesting which is pretty cool um i mean i still to this day will say the uh second map theme in golden sun the lost age is probably one of the best of all time and i will fight people about that yeah this and, game has a good soundtrack too it's very little fanfare for this game yeah very and there should be more Fun fact about the soundtrack. Do you know who did who the composer was? No. It's uh, Sakuraba, the same guy who also did Dark Souls. Really? They're the same composer. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the same person who did uh, Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 also did Golden Sun. Were, well, plenty were, of other games, were too. They so, were they so triggered that by Golden Sun not selling, they made the weird and crazy <laughs> Dark Souls soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Or where they took a dark turn. <laughs> they really did. But yeah, yeah. Um, if you haven't played Golden Sun or Golden Sun, The Lost they Age, have, please. if they're listening yeah, to this. You're probably right. You know what's a really a good testament of how good The Lost Age is? The last thing I'll say about it. Um, when we were here doing another recording, our friend Beppy, who is not here with us today, he said he played The Lost Age, not the first one. You know, right when it came out, he got it as a present or something. He remembered where you started. Yeah. He played that game for a handful of hours. And how how long has it been? 17 years since Jesus. it came out? He still remembered the very first area of that game. Interesting. And that just shows you how memorable and the staying power of this game and how good it is. And That's how, not a testament to how good this game is. I don't know what and is. And how old we are now. And how old we are. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I remember being so sad when these games were over. I know, dude. Great game. Great game. What's next? So, yeah, next. (laughs) There's a pretty funny grab bag of games next. All the Lord of the Rings games that came out for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, my God. So, uh, we'll talk about the good ones first, which are the Two Towers and the Return of the King. So, these are pretty cool, too. I'm going to say that phrase a lot. So, these are good. Um, What's interesting about these is that they are not like the console games at all. These games are Diablo clones. Mm-hmm. Can't believe not everybody knows this. Like, not everybody played these. These no. are really good. 
like if you like the sort of Diablo looting system, mm-hmm. this game is very similar. It is like a gothic style Diablo clone, and they're like pretty good. Honestly, do you have I a like do them. you have like an opinion one way or the other whether Two Towers or Return of the King is better? You know, we spent a lot more time with the Two Towers, yeah, instead of the Return of the King. I know I didn't get critic reviews. I don't know which one is universally considered better. I know okay. in the Return of the King, I think there's more characters okay. you could use. But uh, man, we played the hell out of the Two Towers game. Yeah, I played I, it a lot. I remember, because uh, there was also, I don't want to call it New Game Plus, but it's essentially what it was. You can you keep, keep replaying it. the game once you beat it. Yeah, I had a Legolas character that got so high level that um, I would complete the game and only level up once. Yeah. That was just, I don't know, man. That game... Yeah, it's kind of like Diablo in a way. You just have a lot of fun playing it, beating the monsters, beating the bosses. Every Some characters having a slightly different journey. Yeah. Having Gandalf face off against the Balrog in one-on-one combat. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I don't know of any other Lord of the Rings game that lets you do that. No, I don't either. I mean, you do fight a Balrog in one really sh- shitty Lord of the Rings game. But yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of that... Did anybody listening to this? This is a very lesser known game on the Game Boy Advance. Lord of the Rings, the third age, not to be confused with Lord of the Rings, the third age on GameCube, which is a totally different game. Are they both bad? Yeah. The third age on Game Boy Advance. I don't know if it's better or worse than the one on GameCube. Okay, they're both terrible. It's kind of like a Fire Emblem clone-ish. Oh, Jesus. Where you like, you choose your commander and you go into battle, but the game is broken where all the enemies just go after your commander anyway. So there's oh, okay. no reason to use them in combat. Okay. It's just like, uh, I played it for a while. I'm like, okay, you know what? I kind of get the deal. And the yeah. battles are slow. It's, it sucks. I, I did not have a great time with it. Cool in theory. I'd never have a great time with it. Um, the last Lord of the Rings game uh, we have here is, oh boy. The Fellowship? The incredibly broken Fellowship of the Ring on Game Boy yeah, Advance. Yeah, this game's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this is like, they tried to do like almost like the JRPG thing, but yeah. Lord of the Rings, it's turn-based combat. Yes, it is. But like, it's this game is just one of these games where it's just, it's broken and buggy and most people who play it can't finish it. Right. Because when you get to Moria, there's a certain button that just won't open a door and the yeah, game like, just ends. And I think um, what I remember, you go through the doorway, if you manage to get through it, the game just freezes. Yeah, it just so it's freezes. Like, um, all right, fine. Yeah. What else can there's we not do? Much to say about it it's just completely broken and shitty i do like a lot of the bugs in it though they're really funny yeah like the one bug i got all the time was when you get legolas sometimes when you shot the bow he didn't actually shoot it he slashed it like a sword in front of him and it did nothing and yeah. it was just a waste of a turn that, that sometimes when you attacked your characters would walk over they walk over really bad by the yep. way like it's a terrible animation they slash the aim and they just stand there oh dude oh my <laughs> god this game is so hilariously broken. I do not recommend anybody plays this. You it's shouldn't. really bad. Just skip that one. You can see why they had a total shift in gameplay when they went to make the Two Towers and the Return of the King oh, games. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, those two games are good. Third Age and Fellowship of the Ring, very, very not good. Very bad. Very bad games. But did we own them? Yes. And did we own them and did we play them? Yes. Yeah, we tried a lot to make the Fellowship of the Ring work and it just it, didn't it does not. work. Um, so the next game I want to get to is something that you may not remember all that well, but is uh, okay. was actually a pretty awesome game, and it spawned a pretty cool series, which is Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Okay, pretty cool. Um, so this game makes me feel bad because <laughs> it kind of it kind of like okay, we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. I'm gonna get a platform to do this eventually. Hell yeah! And it's this like <laughs> Paper Mario one and two are awesome, and the rest of them are dog shit. Yes, agreed. They're dog shit. Like yep. I don't even want to hear in the comments how you like the Wii one. I don't even want to hear. It. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. They're fucking awful. <laughs> like the first two Paper Marios are great. They're like the re- classics up there, best games oh, of all time. Oh yeah. Yep. The reason why I bring this up 
is Mario and Luigi uh, and that series kind of kind of took over for Paper Mario. It, it kind did. of became Nintendo's Mario RPG. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, these games are good. I like them enough, but it just makes me remember how Paper Mario sucks now. <laughs> you know, it makes me feel bad. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird because uh, this, I believe, um, so this series, I, I had that in my notes too, actually. It eventually killed Paper Mario. It did. But the series actually also... Uh, destroyed itself yeah it hasn't been a new game in the uh, mario and luigi saga series in a long time yeah i did have a lot of fun with this one Me i too. remember some, i finished this one yeah i finished it too remember the final boss being really hard yep but you know uh the, i've never seen this in a japanese rpg style turn-based style game before um when you're when uh, your partner you know if mario goes down luigi goes over and he helps him up yeah that's he right has to hold on to him so you're dodging is messed up. It's you have slower. to get the timing. It was you know, pretty cool. You know what? That's something I want to bring up too. I thought the um, the whole dodging mechanic was really cool. It's pretty innovative. It kind of... You mean it's like the mixture of turn-based and real-time? Yeah, yeah. Like It kind of uh, was a step... I don't want to say step up. Makes it sound like it's better. It's a inclination of what they did in Paper Mario. Yeah, where You don't sure. just press a button just to reduce damage. Just makes it one step more intricate. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you figure out what the boss is doing. You figure out where the arrow, whatever, is shooting. You can dock. You can jump. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I really yeah. liked it. I like this game a lot, actually. I, I, had, I had a good time with it. And yeah. the sequels, too. I know they're not Game Boy Advance, but the other, the other games in the series are really good. And I think what eventually, this is not a Game Boy Advance game, but this is what eventually told me that the nail in the coffin was there for yeah, Paper sure. Mario. Was uh, one of the later ones that came out called Paper Jam. Paper Mario was a party member. Dude, fuck that. So that's how you know that this series killed Paper Mario, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so let's get off that sad note and go into an incredibly awesome note. Games that we love. I actually don't know how much they're loved, but we love them. Can I guess? Yes. Is it Mega Man Battle Network? Yes, it's Mega Man Battle Network. Okay. <laughs> One through six. They were all in the Game Boy Advance. Okay. This is really important. On goddamn GameCube, <laughs> we love Mega Man Legends and we love Mega Man Battle Network. We acknowledge no one likes these. <laughs> like, no one likes Mega Man Battle Network. No one likes Mega Man Legends. Mega Man Battle Network is a really fucking good game. Yes. If you ask me, this game uh, has a really similar um, combat system to what's that game? Radiant Historia. Oh, you're right. They're very also similar. Also, very good game. These games are really quirky, where like the combat system is sort of on a grid, mm -hmm. but it's also real time. You yeah. have a certain amount of grids you can walk in and like you can dodge and attack while moving on the grid. It's really weird. But what I thought was cool about Mega Man Battle Network on the Game Boy Advance, it was one of the first games where I experienced like a two stories happening at once sort of game where mm. you walk around as, what's the kid's name? Lan? Lan. Lan, yeah. yeah. You walk around as Lan, but you fight as Mega Man. Mm -hmm. So you walk around as Lan to talk to people and interact with characters and like do quests and stuff, but you have to like hack into computers and put Mega Man in them and then Mega Man does the combat. Yep. These games are good. Yeah, I thought it was super cool. Like, I think these games, I'm not sure if they're before their time or if they were perfect, because mm. I'm not saying the internet was still in its infancy, but it not, things were not as advanced as they were when Mega Man Battle Network 1 came out. Mm -hmm. And you got you explored the internet, you fought viruses. Those were the monsters. You know what's funny? Yeah. I still use a slang term in real life <laughs> that they use. 
The, they they call the the bad part of the internet the undernet. Oh, you're right. And I say <laughs> that like I still say that in real life, where I'm like, if I'm making fun of someone, if I thought if I thought they found something on like a the like dark web. like a dark web or a skeevy website, I'm like, what did you where did you find this? The undernet. I kind of I kind of wish that that caught on. I, I still say that the undernet is a lot cooler of a term than dark web. I agree. My opinion, but yeah, I mean all I mean okay, not all of these games weren't good. Um, four was bad. I didn't. I think you played more of the series than I did. I beat all of them. Yeah, I beat one, two, three, and six. You I know did what's not interesting, play four dude. And five. This is another franchise where I think I bought it and then you slowly got into it. Where yeah. they started doing the Pokemon thing. They did. With team three. Blue and Team White or whatever, and yep. that's when you started playing it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I just have some distinct memories of us like being sick for, uh, at home from school mm. and us playing this on a couch too. It's another nostalgia game. Yeah, you know, I remember this. Another really emotional investment for me was Ma- Mega Man Battle Network 3. Oh, yeah. I think for the people that do like these games, they say 3 is one of the best ones. Yeah. And I think that that was a pretty emotionally charged story. The yeah. end of the game where you have to, uh, sorry for spoilers, but you're going to get a spoiler They're coming. Here. It's pretty cool. This game's 20 years old. Give, give it a rest. Yeah. <laughs> The like the end of the game, the way you quote they call it jacking in. Yeah. The way you jack in is uh, land gets on the chair where it inserts himself into the game into the oh, internet right. with Mega Man because I think the story is Mega Man was actually Land's younger brother. Yes. That, that was like a stillbirth or something. Yes. And your dad's a computer scientist who was able to make Mega Man into the navies or navis. Oh my god, I forgot about that. So your that. brothers, Mega Man's actually your brother. Yeah. And you have to team up, you sync together to go fight the final boss. It's called Alpha. Yeah. And that was I think Alpha is like considered the final boss of the internet. Wow. That was such an emotionally charged I moment. I forgot about that. Where like they they reveal to you that Mega Man isn't just like your little computer buddy he's yeah. actually your brother yeah and they put like your brother's like consciousness in Mega Man yeah that's I, fucking cool so I bet you all yeah. the Mega Man fans are like that's fucking stupid probably but yeah. you know what I'm getting I'm getting some chills thinking about yeah, that that I was pretty that. cool and it also gives a lot of credence to when you get a game over it's called Mega Man deleted oh, and you're fuck. like fuck I just deleted my own brother fuck shit <laughs> yeah this, these games are good but yeah I loved Mega Man Battle Network 3 um, I will stand to it Mega Man Battle Network 4 uh, Sun and Moon the original Sun and Moon games Pokemon copy to Mega yep. Man Battle Network. Thank you. Both those games are really bad. Or dog shit. And so are the Pokemon games. <laughs> the po- <laughs> so are the Pokemon ones. Uh, yeah. Another Mega Man game that I actually forgot about until I was going through our games here. Uh, I don't know if you played this as much as I did. Zero. Mega Man Zero. I didn't play it that much. This is where goddamn GameCube is gonna get dumped on. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. <laughs> I don't oh, like no. classic Mega Man games, oh, and this no. is one of those more classic-y, playing-y, side-scrolling Mega Man games from what I remember. Yeah, you Zero. played a Zero, and I loved this game, actually. Really? I had a really... This game was hard. I hated it. We, I know you didn't like it. I liked this game a lot. You had all the different weapons, and you had the little elf things that helped you out. Yeah. But then you learned that when you use the elf, you actually kill them to get oh, their yeah. power. Like, if you want to heal yourself, you use the elf, but it dies, and you can never use it again. Yep. This game was really hard, but I really liked it. I don't have much to say other than that, but I would recommend people play it if you yeah. want a nice challenge. I was also 12. I don't know if it's sure. challenging these days, but it was really challenging for me back then. I really liked it. Yeah. Um. So now, of course, it wouldn't be a Game Boy Advance episode if we didn't talk about Pokemon Gen 3. Oh, sure. I mean, at some point, we're going to do a whole retrospective on this. 
So, I mean, we won't go too crazy. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't promise that we're going to do a Pokemon retrospective. <laughs> it, that's going to be a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think with this, with Gen 3, you're including um, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yeah, Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire, Fire Red, Leaf Green. Ruby and Sapphire, not my favorite. Um, not my favorite. Yeah. Um, I the, the remakes of Gen 1, I think, are the, the best Pokemon game, in my opinion. If Gen 5 is cool, too, but I don't want to go too far. Um, what I love about um, the remakes of Gen 1 is they kind of make the original Gen irrelevant. I think, you know, I was going to quote you. I believe you actually, we say this a lot. You said this about Resident Evil 1. Yeah. A good remake or a good remaster that makes the original just irrelevant. Obsolete. And I believe, in my personal opinion, Fire Red and Leaf Green make the original Blue and, uh, Absolute, blue and Red absolutely. obsolete. Yeah. Where it's just, you know, they fixed a lot of the bugs and yeah. a lot of the oversights. It looks good. Yep. Yeah, this that game's really good. It might, that is just what I would call the complete version of Gen 1 yeah. is that. Yeah, and you know what? We are going to differ here. Okay. Uh-oh. I like Gen 3 a lot, actually. I know people do. I just don't really. You know, I, it might be because my order of playing Pokemon was weird. Yeah. Because I played Gen 1, then I didn't play Pokemon for like 15 years. Oh, sure. And then I played Gen 6. Oh, sure. And then I went back and back played the generations. Yeah, sure. And okay. um, I think what really set this apart for me was when I played through Gen 2, I was like, okay, I've seen these Gen 1 fuckers all the time. I've seen these yeah. things for years. Uh, but... Gen 3, there were so many new ones that I didn't recognize. Yeah. I think, I know there's obviously that, I think that these games were the origination of the 7 out of 10 too much water. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I thought um, Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire, the remakes of them too in 3DS. I, th I think these I mean, games are I mean, they're good really games. Good. It's just yeah. not not my particular favorite Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's where we differ. I like these more than like Gen 2. But okay. that's a very, that's not a... Uh, oh, geez. That's yeah, not an careful. opinion people share with flame me. Flame Shield. Yeah, so careful. sorry. Oh, this might be the first time I get flame on the podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway do you have anything else you want to say about pokemon no no all right cool we're gonna talk about it at length we will we will <laughs> this is a funny one okay. you might not remember this one too much but okay. i remember this one spongebob the revenge of the flying dutchman okay i'm oh, i'm giving you 10 seconds <laughs> and then we're moving on dude you this was the first spongebob game we played you like had a spatula yes. it was like I don't, it wasn't like Mario, but as you ran around, like you did a little bit of platforming, you got some, uh, you got some coins, you fought with the spatula and you had to go fight the flying Dutchman at the end of the game. <laughs> I don't remember anything about this, but that's all the time I'm giving. Greg you. is just shaking his head and like, Nick, what the fuck? That's, is wrong that's, with the, you? that's all the time you've been given for this game. Fine, fine, fine. Um, all right. So here's one. Here's a game you probably haven't thought about in a long time. Okay. But a game we both really liked. Okay. Which was Sword of Mana. Oh, okay, okay. I only beat this game once. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember a lot about this game. Yeah. Uh, all I remember, I think you pick the guy or the girl. Yes. Is that this game? It's, that's this game. And yep. one of them is a warrior, one of them is a mage, or yep. they have sort of a their they own have, thing. The woman has the tendency to go magic, the guy has tendency yeah, to go magic. Yeah, and I remember yeah. like it was kind of a real-time combat game, mm -hmm. right? Yep. I don't remember a lot about it. Is this also a port? Am I wrong? I, yeah, it, you might be right. I'm actually not sure about that, yeah. but I, be, I believe you're right that it wasn't just on Game Boy Advance. Um, it's it, this game was pretty cool, man. I I liked teaming. You got to team up with the guy, well, the person you didn't choose at random points throughout the game. Yeah. Sometimes you were solo. Sometimes you weren't. The teamwork was really cool. Like it was. I think it might have been our first experience with a computer controlled ally maybe because i don't remember if you could give commands to your allied person i don't person. remember either um but you know the magic system was cool and it may have been another one of those 
quote unquote first maybe Final Fantasy 2 was this one too the more you use something was the better you got at it that's right you got different weapon levels like you use the sword more you get you do more damage with the sword mm -hmm. but this was also a game where different weapons were effective against different monsters yeah that's right yeah which was really cool uh, I like this game a lot I actually think the soundtrack of this game is really cool too okay and I really like the final bosses that you okay. fight in this game yeah 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 it may have been um my first time at seeing like a a betrayal of oh the second in command is actually the villain yeah which i thought that was a really cool twist at the time mm -hmm. i know it's an overplayed trope now but at yeah. the time i thought it was a really cool way to end the game i really like this one um so i'm gonna go through one more before we get into some extracurriculars oh wow okay um, this is Wario Land 4. I didn't play this at all. You didn't? No. You didn't play this one? What is this? This is um sort of a Wario, I don't want to say an adventure game, but you went through collecting treasure. Okay. And this was the first Wario game where you get like a game over. Yeah. And that was the thing with Wario games. You couldn't game over. He just kept taking damage and you wouldn't get a game over in it. But this one you could. Okay. What I I won't say much about it, but one thing I really liked about this was um the more gold you collected throughout the game was the better your ending. Oh. So the story of this game, I believe you're in a pyramid and you go to the different quote unquote worlds in the pyramid to collect things. Um, and the more gold and the more treasures you found from beating the bosses, from playing well, influenced how well you did at the end of the game. Like there, you get some pretty funny endings. Like if you don't have a lot of money, it's just like, Wario looking like he's, you know, he got like the bag on the stick over yeah. his back, walking back all dejected in the higher endings. He has like a sports car with okay. a supermodel in it. You know, she gives him a kiss and you drive away. Interesting. It's really funny. Um, I remember really liking this game. It's pretty quirky. You, you didn't play this at all. No, I didn't play wow. it at all. I didn't even, I never heard of it. This game is actually a big recommend for me. If you want like a funny, quirky adventure, okay. totally recommend that. Okay. So, uh, now we're getting to a couple of games that we played, um, Wink, wink. With Through games, gaming preservation. Gaming preservation. Uh, the first <laughs> one here is um, Tactics Ogre, the Knight of Lotus. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, we just love Final Fantasy Tactics on this show. And <laughs> yeah. anytime we can get a taste of anything like it, mm -hmm. we're into it. This game is not as good as Final Fantasy Tactics from like a depth perspective, characters, no. items, any of the customizations, not really going to hit it for you. No. These games are, it was okay. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah, I remember liking it. We, I think this game sort of got us into the Tactics Ogre, quote-unquote, series. We've played a few yeah, of them since then. Yeah, how did we find this? Did I, did I pres game preservation this on it, my computer? Yeah, um, <laughs> I definitely remember playing this, like, later on in life. Like, we weren't This is, like, 12, relatively recent for us. Like, a few years ago. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember playing it in my room. Um, I think you beat it before I did. Yeah. The only real memory I have of this game is uh, you get the spear, Okay. I think that's the like the magic weapon in the game that you use to beat the final boss. I didn't even know that. I also remember this game being really fucking hard. Okay. And it was a bit unforgiving. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if this game is like a recommend for me. I thought it was okay. If you like Final Fantasy Tactics and you you have like zero scruples, like go ahead. I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. say zero. Yeah, I mean this game's alright. I think the other tactics other game, ogre games are better. You know what game I want to bring up yeah. before we don't we don't um, go we completely go into extracurriculars. Yeah. This, the Game Boy Advance is where I played A Link to the Past. Oh, you know what? I yeah, I didn't think about that. There were a lot of Zelda ports slash remakes. Yeah, like, like I didn't play A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. I forgot I it played was on it on the Game Boy Advance. I think a lot of us did if you're our age. You know what? I remember playing. I didn't finish it, but I do remember playing A Link to the it's Past. It's actually sitting in front of me right now. Is it? On the table. Oh, wow. Look at um, that. Yeah, I mean, this game was really good. I, I remember... But keep in mind, I played Ocarina of Time first, yes, so I think Ocarina of Time is better. Yeah. But like, I feel like you're in that age divide. There are some people who think Link to the Past is better than Ocarina of Time. They're definitely wrong. 
<laughs> but like, it's a good game. Yeah. Like also, wasn't Minish Cap on the Game Boy Advance? Yeah, there's uh, Minish Cap. Um, and then was there another one? Spirit uh, Tracks? Is that or is that no, DS? No, that's DS. They uh, did okay. a remake of the NES ones, I think. Yes. It's Didn't you play Zelda 2 on Game Boy Advance? Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. Like, like, like everyone else. <laughs> I think it's universally reviled. Oh, yeah. It's like the worst one. Why don't you go into extracurriculars? Extracurriculars? All right. Sure. So um, the last extracurricular game sure. I have on here it's a game that you haven't played yet, Ooh. but you definitely want to. Ooh. We've talked about this before. It's another big hole in our tactics RPG history what that I it? started. Shining Force. Oh, dude. But Shining Force is one of those like gamers games. Like if you're <laughs> into like tack JRPGs, yeah. you've heard of this. Yeah. I, I mean, I played uh, the first one on Game Boy Advance um, through extracurricular activities and yeah. I liked it enough. Yeah. Um, it's a bit annoying to play. I'll be mm -hmm. honest with you uh, where... Only your main character has permadeath. Oh, if, okay. every, if anyone else dies, uh, you can go revive them at a church like Dragon Quest, like Golden Sun. Something hey, this like is that. also another tenant of goddamn GameCube. We do not like when your main character dies, it's game over. Yes. Hate do, it. do not like I that. I don't like that in any game. Nope. Nope. Some really good games have it too. And yeah. It's unfortunate. Persona 5. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but yeah, so I like this game enough. Yeah. Um, you get your, you know, you get your tactics RPG fair. And something that this game does that Fire Emblem at least didn't do at the time was mm -hmm. you got to walk around. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you're counting Fire Emblem Gaiden, but no, no nobody, one does. No, but no one counts. No one counts that. Yeah. Really until like Echoes was yeah. Fire Emblem didn't really adapt. To it had no adventure aspect. Not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. There's small ones and fates and whatnot. But Shining Forest, you entered towns, you talked to people, mm. which is neat. You know, you got to buy stuff from merchants there. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and one thing I actually hated okay <laughs> about shining force i don't know if people like this um there's a promotion system like in fire emblem and whatnot um when you pro when you promote a character their stats actually get worse why they okay so let's say you take character and you promote them into their next class mm -hmm. their stats actually go down okay. they revert to level one their stats go down but their stat growths raise exponentially. Oh, sure. So you lose a little to gain a lot. Yeah, you lose a lot of stats you, you lose quite a bit your characters i'm not saying they become useless in combat but you better not promote everybody at once. So you might have a tough time. Interesting. And um, and after they gain a few levels, they'll start catching back up. Okay. And like being better. But at certain points, like later in the game, when I'm like, this is the end of the game. Should I bother promoting this person? They're just okay. going to, I may not even have time okay. to raise them again. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, we love tech RPG, so I'm definitely going to play it. I had never even heard of that game until a couple of years we ago. We have some friends who are really into it. Yeah, we um, do. I like this game enough where I'd be interested in playing the others. I think this is another one where I'd appreciate a remake. Okay. Um, Just to iron out some of the I mean, dumb shit. I mean, they're not shit. going to. They're not so. going to, but I appreciate a, re a remake sure. just to uh, iron out some of the dumb shit, to be honest with you. Um, So I'm going to throw one last one at you, mm -hmm. a game we did not play. Okay. At least I didn't. But one of your favorite games of all time. What is it? Actually had something on the Game Boy Advance. Quest 64? No. <laughs> Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. There was a Game Boy Advance port? Yeah. I don't know if it was a port. Was it, was or... it the same game? I, th I think it was something like that. It's pretty crazy. The game? Oh, man. The GameCube game is so good. Yeah. I'm so mad they're bungling the remake right now. Oh, my God. Did yeah. they say anything about that? No, I mean, it, it got postponed indefinitely. <laughs> Because everybody so, shit on it. I don't it. know what yeah. Ubisoft is doing, but you guys are fucking it up. Yeah, yeah, you can say that for a lot They're of Ubisoft definitely games. Fucking it up. Yeah. So I guess I'm gonna end this by saying that's our list, by the way. Okay. That is our list of every Game Boy Advance game that we've played. Do you think I forgot one? I'm, dude. We played so many. We it's possible. So many. We tried to be as thorough as we could. Yeah. So, um, I want to pose a question to you. Okay. Which game or handful of games on here would you pick as your favorite Game Boy Advance game? My favorite Game if Boy you had Advance to pick, game. Let's say five. Five? If you had to pick five, what would they be? 
I th you know what? It, I think okay, I can try this. Yeah, it's gonna be Fire Emblem Seven. Yep. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yep. Um, oh, that's so hard. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network One, mm -hmm. A Link to the Past, and maybe maybe Final Fantasy One. Okay, maybe that's cool. That's maybe cool. that's nice. just what I played the most. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know if you have like a, a yeah. top two, top three. Yeah, I mean, I think we know what my number one is. Yeah, I think <laughs> we know. <laughs> Fire Emblem Game Boy Advance, my number one. You're wearing the fucking shirt right now. I gotta wear the Game Boy Advance shirt when yeah, we're doing the Game the Boy Advance episode. Sure. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm gonna differ from you a little bit and say Mega Man Battle Network 3. Okay. And uh, I'm a little insulted. I'm kind of hurt that you didn't say Golden Sun. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I yeah. don't take it back because when we were kids, you were more into it than me because I was too young. It was too hard. I'm scowling at you right now from across the room. But, like, we're, this, is, this, is, this is the Game Boy Advance nostalgia episode. Okay, fine. This fine. isn't like I'm 28 and, like, I'm good at everything now. Fair enough, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. But yeah, then I'll round that out with Golden Sun, The Lost Age, and Final Fantasy like, Tactics. I think Advance. back then you liked them more than me because I was too young. It was too hard. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, but that is it for our uh, retrospective on all of our Game Boy Advance games. Greg, do you have any parting thoughts about the Game Boy Advance? I do. Um, put in the comments if you ever used the Game Boy Advance as a controller on your GameCube. <laughs> I don't think anyone did that. We, I think we tried once. I never have. Yeah. I've never done it because I, I think you're supposed to play Crystal Chronicles with Game Boy Advances. Oh my but, like, God. No one so did. Dumb. Because do you hear something really funny? Yeah. Uh, did you know there's like some actual add-on bonuses to Fire Emblem if you connect it to like using a Game Boy Advance to a GameCube? Really? If, it's so fucking dumb, dude. If you connect it to like Mario Kart Double Dash, it, <laughs> it unlocks like unlockables in Fire Emblem. What? You get like other weapons. You get um, which some, Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem, uh, the first one on Game Boy Advance. Are you serious? Yeah, you get some or you get some bonuses. You get some. I think they're called tacti tactician weapons. I believe they're like. Extra I have played use iron this game weapons. like eighty times, and I didn't know that. It's really funny, right? Wow. If you connect to Mario Kart Double Dash yeah. of all things. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's gonna do it for our Game Boy Advance nostalgia episode. Uh, put in the comments what your favorite Game Boy Advance games were. I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of a lot of retreads of what we've mentioned, but if not, we'd love to hear anyway. So uh, thank you, Nick, and thank you to myself. And we finally, <laughs> yeah. Come on, this takes a lot of effort. We um, <laughs> we gotta thank ourselves sometimes. Yeah, we do. So um, that's gonna do it for this one. So thank you guys.